Oh yeah. What's it? You know what I'm saying? Feel like motherfucking Avatar, nigga. Mercury, Pluto. Yeah, yeah, I'm Pluto. I know I'm worth. I know I'm cursed. I hit the turf like a play on the first. You never matter. I know you never matter. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the OT Podcast. I'm your host, Trey, and I'm here with my friend, Omar. How you doing, bud? I'm doing all right, man. You? I'm doing just fine. I'm a little bit disappointed in last night's game. Just I think everybody is. Just thank God for Fortnite. That's all I got to say. Thank yeah, God for Fortnite. Yeah, we did, we did bail about halfway through the first half to, to watch some Fortnite. I mean, we had it on in the background, but it was, uh, it was uh, not the primary focus of our attention last night. First half was promising, but then after that, Villanova just took over. Yeah, um, I think more like the first five minutes were promising. Um, when Michigan started, you know, they, they, they kind of established a presence in the paint with uh, Wagner and um, really did a good job down there. But then you have to look at some of these, like, stats that I'm looking at right now. I mean, field goal percentage, uh, Villanova shot 47%. Uh, Michigan shot 44%, and here's the big differentiation. Uh, Villanova hit 10 of 27 threes, and uh, Michigan only hit 3 of 23. So, And they got out-rebounded by 11. They only hit of 11 of 18 free throws at 61%. So, uh, I mean, there's just no re- – it wasn't even competition. Like I said this was – I wrote in a blog about this earlier. I said this is as big as of a gap that I've seen in a national championship game since the 2013 BCS national championship game when Alabama beat Notre Dame like 45 to nothing or something. Just abysmal shooting by Michigan. And I thought they would put up a good fight, but it just – it was Villanova's night, just sharp shooters from three, and just they just live and die by the three. And, and last night they definitely lived, yeah. They did, yes. Well, I, I mean, I don't see how Villanova is going to get any worse. I mean, DiVincenzo last night, who is a sophomore, and I don't think he's going to go to the NBA, even though he does kind of have NBA size. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like I mean, he's 6'5", so, I mean, he's a big kid. He, he came off the bench with 31 last night going like something like 7 of 11, I think it was, from three. Let me see. Um Five of seven. Sorry, he hit five. He went five of seven from three last night. Just knocking him down. He was driving and dishing. I mean, he also had uh, three assists and five rebounds. He, he, I mean, he was the MVP of the Final Four. And that's two national championships in the past three years for Villanova. They are really becoming a blue blood. Yeah, it, it seems to be that they are. I mean, they're, they're kind of taking over as like the the dynasty of this past couple of years. And I, I really don't see him getting any worse. I'm sure Brunson. I don't know. I think he's only a is he a senior? He is a senior. I thought he was only a junior. Junior, senior, about the same. Yeah, I mean, I, it depends on what he does. I don't know if he's going to go uh, to the pros or anything. No, he's a junior. I'm not sure. He'll probably come back for his senior season. He seems like the kind of guy that would. I know Bridges is a senior, and um, but Devin Chinjo, he's a, a junior. Or he's going to be a junior next year, and I mean Spellman, who played a hell of a game last night, he had 11 rebounds. He's only a freshman. I mean, you got a bunch of these guys coming back next year, and I don't see them getting any worse, especially with one of the best coaches in the nation. Experience really does come a long way in these uh, tournament games. Yeah, it seems to make up for a lot of like young talent. Like mm-hmm. these teams that have like a lot of experience are the ones that are. I mean, like look at Michigan; they have a ton of experience. Mm-hmm. They played two or three seniors, or maybe even more than that last night. Mm-hmm. 
and Villanova, a ton of experience. They they played a bunch of guys who have played many, many, many tournament games. Mm-hmm. And you have teams that uh, like that don't have very much tournament experience. Kentucky. Yeah, falling out when when you know when nut crunching time comes. Mm-hmm. It's just the pressure just 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 cracks. They just crack under pressure. Villanova, they know how to like calm down these types of situations. And when they're down, they don't settle. They just they stay composed and they play their game and they just live and die by the three like they always have and it's always worked for them right and you can see that from the pressure stats here i mean free throws 11 of 18 for michigan uh 15 to 20 for villanova i mean that's better i mean rebounds they got out rebounded by 11 uh their turnover i mean they both turned the ball over uh fairly they didn't really turn the ball over much at all mm-hmm. the officiating i thought the officiating was a little bit eh. i mean it was there were some questionable calls, I thought. Yeah, there were a bit of soft calls. I'm surprised. Why aren't these guys the best refs in the country? Are they aren't they supposed to be the best refs? Like I mean, there were there were 38 fouls called last night, and um, that that's that's I think that's a fairly fair. I mean, that's a fair amount of fouls. I yeah. think it's a little much, but you have to uh, fracture or factor in the late game foul. Well, actually, no, there were no late game fouls mm-hmm. in this because it was such a blowout. Mm-hmm. Double digit win too. Oh, it's almost a was a twenty point. Oh, it was a. It was like seventeen. A seventeen point win. Yeah, they covered the spread by a bunch, mm-hmm. but, but the under hit too. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I I didn't think it was a very good game. It was uh, it was about how everybody expected it to go, like in Vegas. So I think there was probably a, Vegas probably took a pretty good hit last night. Yeah, they did. And even if Loyola played in a championship game, they still it still would have been a oh, bad game. If Loyola been. played in the championship game, it would have been just brutal. A thirty point game. Yeah, they would have just picked them apart. Yes. All right. Well, let's move. Let's move on to some MLB. Uh, there's recently uh, the power rankings have come out. They have the Nationals at number one. Oh, they have the Astros at number one. They have the. Nationals at number two, mm-hmm. the Cubs at number three, mm-hmm. the Dodgers at number four, and the Yankees at number five. I, you see, I'm not sure if I agree with the Dodgers. They're kind of falling apart out there in the West. It took them three games to score their first run. Um, they Their closer's kind of losing it. He gave up three runs in his first appearance this year. Uh, Kershaw pitched well, of course, but of they course. can't score any runs for him this year so far. And Kershaw's Kershaw. Didn't they play last Sunday and didn't the Giants win? Yeah, oh, they've, they've, yeah, the Giants won yeah. two out of three against them. They didn't, they didn't score any runs until the third game of the series. Uh, should the Dodgers be in panic mode right now? Um, I mean, this is a really long season. There's still 159 yes. games left, maybe 158. So I wouldn't be in in too much of a panic yet. But they, you, you can't win the se- you can't win the season early in the year. But you definitely can let the season get away from you earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, I, I like these power rankings. I think the Dodgers need to be a bit lower than that. The Yankees are cruising. They're they're going to cruise all year, I believe, if they mm-hmm. have the offense and if they can have a pitcher that can allow less than five runs a game. I think they're going to be okay uh, because they they can score some freaking runs. Um, the Nationals, they're going to be real tough to beat. They they have a tough pitching staff and. Harper right now is he, he hasn't struck out this year yet, Mm-mm. so he's had 24 at bats and no strikeouts, which is ridiculous, almost unheard of in the major leagues to go like that long without strikeouts, and especially with being the kind of power hitter he is, he's hitting balls in the freaking trees every single night. So I I just 
I really think the Nationals could hit a groove this year and really, really, really run away with that division. Just shows that Bryce Harper is not overrated to the uh, fan that yelled out he was overrated. Oh, he... I don't think anybody should ever think he's overrated. He's no. probably a top five player in the game, and he's going to get massively paid this uh, offseason. He's going to get paid. He's going to get the big money. Uh, we can also talk about uh, Otani's first start in the MLB. I thought that it, he looked good. He's got one of the best wipeout splitters I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I mean, oh my goodness, it, it, the whole bottom falls out of the baseball. He Every time one of those Japanese pitchers comes over here, they mm. seem to bring a, a new variation of a pitch to the major leagues that we haven't seen or that are uh, not as common in the major leagues. And, uh, I mean, a splitter's common, but not one that looks like that. So I, I think that he is going to be very good. I mean, throwing at 98 on the corner with an 82-mile-an-hour mm -hmm. bottom fall out of its splitter and looks like a fastball most of the way. Oh, and let's not mention that he can also hit 500-foot home runs. So uh, he's he's the modern-day Japanese Babe Ruth. Yeah, you don't really see many of those pitchers hitting home runs like that. You don't see any. like that's, mm -hmm. He's the only mm -hmm. one. So, uh, yeah. So it was a pretty good debut. Uh, yes, it was an okay debut. Uh, I, I'm sure that we'll see a lot more as the season continues. He's going to have probably 25, 30 starts uh, by the time. So we'll see if he can, you know, maintain and pitch mm -hmm. a full season to major leagues, a lot mm -hmm. of innings, you know. They're expecting him to go probably between 180 and 220 innings. Oh, wow. So that's a lot of innings for that a starter is, to eat up in a year. That is. That is a lot of innings. Well, what do you want to move on to now, NFL or NBA? Uh, let's talk NFL. All right. Um, what do you want to start with? Uh, let's talk about the Bills. Bills are trying to move into the top five. You no know, one is budging. They're trying hard. Do you think they will budge or not? Well, if I'm Buffalo, I I, I like AJ McCarron. Honest to God, I, I don't think you need to move up in the top five yeah. to get a, a draft a quarterback. I think AJ's ready. I like AJ. I, I think, think he's, he's ready to go in the NFL right now, and I think he's probably going to be a top 20. I mean, top 20. He's at least a, a middle or upper third best QB. Yes, yes. I, I think he can throw the ball around. He proved that in the games that he has been allowed to start when Dalton's out. I thought that they stuck with Dalton a little too long in Cincinnati with him, but I'm glad that he's getting an opportunity at another team, and I really think he should be given that opportunity. I think you should go and sit and draft defense or draft offensive line. Yeah. I like A.J. McCarron. He proved that he can play when he was in the playoffs. It was not his fault that they lost. It was Perfect's fault. Let's, right. let's, let's be real. It yeah. was Perfect's fault. Yeah, A.J. Agree. McCarron played a good game, like for his first playoff game. He, he played pretty good. Absolutely. And he's been, I feel like he's been wasting his time in Cincinnati because he has so much potential and he can be even better in Buffalo. But now, Buffalo, they need to draft either, like you said, an offensive line would be nice or maybe a, a skill player because they really need those receivers. They have nobody. Sammy Watkins got traded. Who do they have left? Jordan Matthews is probably going to be out I think maybe trading up into the top five to maybe draft Barkley. Wouldn't be a bad idea. It would not be a bad idea. But I don't think you need to trade up in the top five to try to get one of these three quarterbacks yeah. because I don't think any of these three quarterbacks no. are worth trading up to get. As much as I would love to believe that these guys are going to work out, I, I'm going to squat on that take and say that all three of these guys are going to be average to below average quarterbacks yeah. in the NFL they'll at be, best. They'll be okay. I don't know if any quarterback from this draft is going to be good, and I think the one that has the most upside is maybe B Baker Mayfield mm -hmm. coming out looking like Drew Brees or something. 
the Bills need because if the Bills are gonna make this trade happen, they're gonna have to give up so much. You're gonna have to give up even more than the Jets gave up. So it's gonna be tough on. I just don't know what them. they have to give up. They don't have personnel to give up. They're gonna have to give up picks. No, no, no. They don't. Who who do they have like to give up? I mean, they have some good defensive players, but I think they want to keep that defense stable where it is because the defense is not bad, and they're young, and they're hungry. So if the Bills can get at, if they can stay at 12 or maybe they can move into the top 10, you know, move up just a little bit. Maybe they can get a skill player there. Just someone to help AJ McCarron out because he really has no targets in, in Buffalo. They have nobody. Jordan Matthews is going to be out his, uh, on his way out the door. And Timmy Watkins got traded. So who do they have left? Right. Uh, I really don't know. And I think that's what's going to be need. Uh, maybe even draft a receiver. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe oh, uh James Washington. Maybe if he's still there. Yeah, or um, Calvin Ridley. If Calvin Ridley's still there, yeah, uh, he can. He will. He will change the offense. The I think Calvin Ridley will go probably top fifteen. Wouldn't you think? Or maybe top twenty. I can see for sure top twenty. And he, if he goes under twenty, then that's just a disgrace. I agree. He's so good. Uh, he he's one of the best route runners I've seen. He's definitely the best. Besides Julio, I think he's the best receiver that's come out of Alabama, and I think he's he he played better in college than Julio did. He did. Do you okay. think who who do you? Who, uh, this is an off-topic question. Who do you rank? Who's your top three Alabama wide receivers, one to three? I mean NFL right now or in college? Just in college or college in college? Players? I would say Ridley at number one, Julio at number two, mm. and Amari. Amari at number three. Yeah. Amari's a beast. Yeah, and and the, honest to God, you can shuffle any of those three, mm-hmm. and I would be happy with whatever order you gave me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can change it up any way you want. I'm going to move on to the next uh, question. So Peter King came out today and said that a uh, friend of Brown's GM, John Dorsey, says they plan on taking Allen at one and Barkley at four if he's still there. Do you think this happens, or do you think it doesn't come? Um, I, I think that they should probably take Barkley at one. Okay. I, I've been sitting. I've been saying that every single. I think every you, single. You podcast say that every so time. You say that every so time. So I, I think they should take Barkley at number one because he won't be there at number four. Uh, I'm sorry to say that. No. But now that you know that the Giants are, uh, the Giants want to take Sam Darnold. Now, I think that he will be there at number four because you know the Jets right behind them. Three. And they need a quarterback. Yeah, and they have to get a quarterback too. Mm-hmm. So then I think Barkley is there at four. And I think they might be able to get that Allen Barkley duo that I think is going to be the 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 key to the Browns franchise, which I, I know that's a, something. But I think Barkley could honestly take the Browns to be like at least a 500 or better team. Honest to God. Once in a lifetime player, but like you said, take Barkley first because you never know if the Giants or the Jets might take him at two or three because you can get a quarterback at four. You can still get one at four. Unfortunately, if the Giants do go with Darnold at two, yeah, then the Jets will get Allen at three. I really do think so because I don't think Rosen is – I think Rosen is by far the number – I think he is the three. Whoever yeah, yeah, yeah. – Rosen will be the third quarterback take, and he has fallen off. Did you know that, did you know that Rosen said – Remember when he said he doesn't want to play for the Browns? Yeah. Now he says he can. He wants to play for any team right now. He just came out like yesterday or today. And yeah, said because that. he realizes he's sliding down the draft boards a little bit. Yeah. Speaking of Rosen, uh, Jim Mora came out and said that Rosen needs to be challenged in t- intellectually, and he says that he's a mil- millennial. Does this drop his draft stock a little bit? What do you think? No, I think that was a really stupid comment for Jim Mora to make. Honestly, I, I think that. 
we should probably I mean yeah obviously he's going to need to go somewhere where he can be mentally challenged because I don't think that he was at UCLA no and I think that's what he's saying but I think any NFL offense is going to be mentally challenging yes I mean then they sit there and they treat this like a job it's not like a a secondary to your classes like it is in college I mean it's not really but it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. so I really don't understand why Jim Moore would come out and say something like that no I think he just wanted a bit of attention yeah maybe hey look at me I'm the one who coached Josh Rosen yeah but I don't even think Josh Rosen is going to be very good I don't I don't know. It's so hard to tell nowadays. The People concussions who, scare me, man. The concussions really scare me. Yeah, because if he gets a few more, he's they're not going to let him play anymore. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, moving on to some trade rumors going around. Rob Gronkowski has been popping up. He contemplated retirement after the Super Bowl, and now the Patriots are thinking that if he does not commit to staying with the Patriots, they're probably going to trade him. What are your thoughts? I, I don't even know. I don't know what the Patriots are thinking and why they would get rid of Gronkowski with him. If he goes to another team, uh, I've I've just heard so many like DBs interviewed saying that he is a matchup night. You can't you can't cover him. Mm-hmm. He runs like a wide receiver, mm-hmm. and he's as big as a JJ Watt. Mm-hmm. Like he's massive. Who like you're having these six foot one, six foot two safeties covering him, or you have a linebacker cover him? Or okay, so here's your two options. You can have a safety cover him. And you have a size disadvantage, and the dude can still run like a receiver. Mm-hmm. But the dude can, the safety can actually keep up with him. But that, but Grob can just body, like with his body, go catch mm-hmm. the ball. Or you can put a linebacker on him, and he'll blow right by him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those are your two options. He, you literally can't cover him. You can do like a linebacker underneath, and safety's, you have to double cover him. And, and that just is a matchup nightmare, and it will leave another one of your receivers that can actually make plays like down the field open without a safety over the top because they're worried about Gronk. Do you think he gets traded? Or do you think he retires? Or do you like? He's not he retiring, but I, I think he would be in – the Patriots would be so dumb to trade him. Yes. But – if he's pissed Belichick off, Belichick's been known to trade people. I mean, look, uh, Butler got traded right after the um, Super Bowl, and he did something to piss Belichick off. Um, Lewis, who has just been consistent for the Patriots, he got traded. I, I don't know what uh, he did. I, I don't think he got traded. He just uh, signed. Like, he was a free agent. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess they just didn't want to pay him uh, enough money, and he de- and he deserves that money. He's very underrated. Was Butler a free agent, too? Yes. Oh, okay. So but maybe, I mean, he wasn't gonna resign anyway. He even said like Saints were popping up like randomly like during the season, so he was gonna leave regardless. Right. Uh, moving on, did you see Aaron Donald? You see Aaron his- Donald is a crazy person, and I've been saying that that this is gonna be one of the most interestingly vicious defensive lines in NFL. I don't see how there is gonna be anybody that can block the interior line of Do- Donald and Sue, and he's doing freaking drills with knives, knives mm-hmm. instead of like bags or whatever those mm-hmm. dummy things are yeah. he, he is an absolute crazy person i don't know if anybody's actually going to do anything but it looks badass it does look pretty badass so i, I really uh, I, I don't know how that's going to help his game but it makes him look pretty intimidating but mm-hmm. i don't think they really need to flex their muscles too much they're already the scariest people on the earth they are just looking at them in football pads <laughs> They're going to blow up the line, and he's just – he's crazy. He and really is, and he – I hope he doesn't get hurt. I hope he doesn't get hurt. He's you know, not going to get hurt. He's not going to get hurt. Yeah. Uh, Want to move on to some NBA? We can move on to some NBA. I think that uh, – I think that it, the 
the Cavs deserve to be let off with because they're finding their stride a little bit in the East. And, um, I mean, LeBron's been playing great for the past, what, two months now. Mm -hmm. So uh, I would watch out for the Cavs. Kevin Love coming back really made a big difference, and now they're playing great, and it's almost playoff time. Playoff start next Saturday. Oh, wow. So they're they're picking up their stride at the right time. Who's their first-round matchup going to end up being? So they're going to be the three-seed, looks like. So they're either going to play... It looks like they're going to play the Wizards, maybe? I'm going to go check right now. Okay, okay. All right. They are going to... Right now, it looks like they are going to be playing the Wizards. Yep. Wizards, okay. And, I mean, that'll be a pretty good uh, matchup. If John Wall comes back, then... Is he supposed to come back for the playoffs? Uh, He came back a few days ago without any minute restrictions. Oh, wow. A couple days ago, I believe. Yes, a couple so, days yeah, ago. So, yeah, if he comes back and plays the way he could. I, I mean, the Cavs guard play, I don't know who really can guard John Wall. They mm-hmm. might have to put freaking LeBron on him. Yeah, LeBron supposed to play every, put him anywhere. Put him yeah, anywhere. So, <laughs> and he's been going off in the past couple of days. Speaking of him, he's. I, we're going to come back and talk about some other, but he, didn't he in some legal stuff with Alabama? University of Alabama used his shop series, apparently, but... LeBron is not going to take legal action. He he reached out to the university. But what did they do? Um, they took some of his like footage. Like it, they copy it copied his show, like footage. Like they copied a show that LeBron has called The Shop on ESPN. They copied it pretty much, and he reached out saying, "Hey, you can't use that." But I don't know if they've responded back or if they've taken down the video. So it's still a shut up, LeBron. <laughs> Like, hey, hey, we made it in the news, man. You know, University of Alabama, they usually make it in football. They never really make it in anything else. That's true, but I just don't understand what LeBron's problem is with people promoting with that. Whatever, I don't care. He, it's whatever, it's whatever. It's just something that, I mean, does it really offend him? Should it really offend him that much? Well, I mean, it is his property. And, it is, and yeah. So, I mean, I understand, but it's still... Uh, he's got money. Yeah. He's got money. Like, like Let, I mean, so does the University of Alabama. Yes, so. yes, they do. They do. Moving on to some other news. 76ers won their 10th straight and beats out for the next two to four weeks. He should be back for the first round of the playoffs. He is going to be back for the first that's round what of the playoffs. They, that's what they're, they're saying. They're saying he's going to be back. How, how do you think the Sixers will fare in the playoffs? It depends on how Embiid plays with that mask. If he okay. plays as physical as he normally does, uh-huh. I think that he really he really might – they really might make a run, and I, I'd be pretty scared of them if I were what – who would play him second round? Probably the Celtics would probably have to play him second round. But they're going to – I think they'll blow through Indiana. Indiana's pretty good. They're uh, not bad. They're kind of they're they're kind of under the radar. So I think Ben Sixers. Simmons and Victor Oladipo matchup would be ridiculous. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Like, you want to talk about a, a little bit about playoffs? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking at the playoff picture here. The one in the West, um, if Cousins was playing, I think that's a, that New Orleans would be a pretty – Freaky matchup for yeah. anybody mm-hmm. in the first round. Golden State at Minnesota. I that that could be a, a scary matchup for Golden State if they don't play. If they're not firing on all cylinders and Draymond's not super healthy, or whoever would be on Cat. I think Cat mm-hmm. could have a big series. I agree. And also, Jimmy Butler's coming back soon. He's gonna play sometime this week. Okay, good. So he'll be back for the playoffs too yes, if he's he back. Will be back. And they have all their weapons, and you know they have Rose off the bench. He's been playing okay, I think, mm-hmm. in his first couple of games with them. 
Uh, I think that that could be a, a scary first round matchup. Mm-hmm. I think that San Antonio uh, Oklahoma City game is Ka- Kawhi coming back. I don't know what's going on with Kawhi. I, I heard that, that he might make a comeback. I heard Kawhi. You know, there's uh, actually uh, a few a couple hours ago there were teams reaching out to the Spurs about training for Kawhi. Really? Yes. I don't think he wants to be there. I honestly do not think he wants to be there. I don't know why. I don't know what is going on. I don't know what Popovich did or what the organization did. But he's been out for what? Like, did he even? He played in the opener, and then after that, he hasn't played since. He played in like probably October last time or November, and he yeah, hasn't played since. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading all this stuff about him right now, and his whole integrity is being questioned right now because of his actions and him maybe may or may not being hurt, so on and so forth. Uh, I don't know. I think that they're going to get beat in the first round by Oklahoma City. If you if you want to. If you want my opinion on things, and I think Utah is going to beat Portland in the first round. Uh, mm, I think this is going to be a crazy playoffs, that's, man. That's pretty uh, bold. No, I really like Utah, man. I really like Donovan Mitchell so much. I think Don, Donovan Mitchell's crazy. He is man. an absolute stud. He is. He is. Um, is, does Miami have a chance to beat Boston? They do, but I don't trust. I mean, Dwayne Wade running the offense, he's great, but he's kind of getting up there. He's like, what, 36 or 38 now? He's got to be like 35. Oh, he is pretty old. Yeah, he is pretty, pretty old. And he's done enough for the city of Miami. He really has. And if they they can get this to seven games, I'll be okay with that. Oh, my goodness. If they can get it to five, I'll be okay with that. Or six. I mean, they play the Celtics, right? Kyrie's coming back pretty much by then. And and those Heat Celtic series, I don't, if you remember from the LeBron days, they were pretty entertaining to watch. So this could go down to the wire. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you want to move on to some quick fire questions? Yeah, let's move on to some quick fire questions. All right, all right, bro. I will start you off. I'm gonna send you a text right now. I want you to try and pronounce this name. All right, here you go. Tavita Tulicano Tupulato. Moseus Vaha Falu or Falateo Ve. You know who that is? Who? That's Vita Via. You know that big uh That big dude from uh Washington? That's his name. That's his full name. Oh my god. Can you say that? Uh oh that's that's gotta be Hawaiian. It is Hawaiian. I think it's like or Samoan Island or Samoan Island. Goodness gracious, man. That is some kind of name. Yeah. I recognized the last name, so I knew that it was that guy that Vita you were Vita. trying. And the Vita. Oh, I see where the Tavita comes from. Okay. Wow. Yes. What a name. What a crazy one, name. One, two, Ow. three, four, five, six, seven names within one name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder how – I hope they don't say his full name on draft night. Please don't. Don't do that. That'd be pretty tough. I'd be impressed if if, if Goodell can read his name out. Like, oh, goodness. I don't think they're going to do that. I bet they'll call him Vita Vey. I hope so. Yeah. Because if they do that, then imagine if, like, the person who drafts him, like, writes down on the card his full name. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I, especially if he's with one of those picks that's done by, like, a celebrity yeah. or something, you know, like the first couple of picks. Um, he'll be a first rounder, so he might be the, the, the first pick like that a celebrity might have to read out, and that would be so mean if they did that to him. It would be very mean. All right, Trey, you're next. All right. My, my first one for you is who do you think is the best defensive player coming out of this draft? Minka Fitzpatrick. Really? He is – they're sleeping on him. Don't get me wrong. They are sleeping on Minka Fitzpatrick. 
he is going to drop solo in the draft, and whoever takes him, whether it's the Packers, because I can see the Packers taking him, he is he is the best player, according to a bunch of draft experts. They say he's the best. He's like the perfect player coming out of the draft. Out of the draft. He is the perfect player. And everyone is sleeping. I, I just don't... Because he was a top four pick before, like, back in December. So whoever... So I think he is the best. And I think that any team he goes to, he's going to ball out. Oh, wow. I, hey, I, I think that is... I think that's a great. I, I love that because mm-hmm. I'm an Alabama fan. But mm-hmm. like that is crazy. You think that he's going to come out like a like with what Dix did and what Collins did oh, and be course. better than both of them though? Better than both of them? I think he'll be as good as them. But I don't know better than them. But Lane you know how Collins Alabama is, safeties. You know how these safeties are for yeah. Alabama. You know how beastly they are. I, I was going to say that I really like that tight end. That I mean, not that tight end. That linebacker out of Georgia, uh, Smith, Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith. I think yeah. he could be like a. Um, What's that dude's name that came out of Alabama? Dante Hightower type, because yeah. he is just massive, and I think he plays the middle linebacker position, doesn't he? He, he does, and he you can put him on the edge too. He can edge rush. So so imagine if he goes to the Raiders and you have him and Khalil Mack just like oh goodness gracious mm-hmm. that they'll be that pass rush is gonna be oh, crazy. Oh my goodness! All right, here's my next question to you. Uh, who do you think is the best Fortnite streamer? That's not. That's a dumb question. You think it's a dumb question? Yeah. Why? Because it's Ninja, and it's not even close. I. I mean, I would say Ninja and Myth are definitely my two favorite, and I. I think that Ninja is far. I mean, I think he's a better player. I think. Ooh, I don't know who's a better player. I think. Mm. I think okay. Ninja is a better player than than Myth, but okay. it's very slight margin. I don't know who would beat who in like a one on one, like build off. I think Myth's a better builder though. Myth's the best best builder I've ever watched. So I I think that Ninja's stream he makes so much money he does obviously his stream is taken better by the public and so I would have to go with him he played with Drake Juju Smith and Travis Scott so you got no yeah, no one's gonna top that crazy. anytime soon that is absolutely crazy <laughs> all right man you're next okay um who do you think is the best game dunker in the NBA hmm. LeBron. Like the you think you really so you think that he has the best highlight dunks? Yes, LeBron. He can throw down. He's he throws down with power. That's what I really yeah. like to see. I like his power, man. I like his power. And being able to just he can jump over anyone. He wows you every night. Yeah, he does. What about you? What do you think? I I, I would have to say that I really think that. I mean, so many dunkers. Yeah, I know. I'm. That's really tough. I like Victor Oladipo. Okay. I think Victor Oladipo throws down too, mm-hmm. and he he's he's got he th- he has a little more flair to it. He does, and that's yeah. what I like. Mm-hmm. Really coming alive in in Indiana. I really so. think that he is like if, if I know he's not coming back, but like he 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 should win some form of award. Like there should be an award for the best traded player, like best new face award or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. because I think that he would win that. I think he would too. He's playing great every night. All right. Here's the last question. No sports question for this one. Who do you think is the most underrated rapper slash artist right now? Like, now, who do you think is underappreciated? Oh, my God. You're going to make me think for a minute on that one. Sorry, man. It's a tough question. Um. Oh. 
I th- I don't know if it, I don't know if this is even applicable because he just dropped a fire album. But Rich the Kid is okay. so underrated, or he was before that album. I, I've I've listened to him for a while because he's in a lot of Migos tracks, and I think they did a whole album with him. So I, I think that Rich the Kid is underrated, and if you haven't listened to his album, you probably should. You really should. It's a great album. It's a banger. And he has so many features on there. Yeah, and and, and all the features are really good too. They he's got a Wayne good. feature. He's got Quavo, uh, Quavo Offset. Offset. Oh my God. Um, Rick Ross, Chris Brown, I mean, Khalid. I mean, honestly, I like Richard the Kid because he had a feature with Kendrick. So if oh, you, and if Kendrick, you, if yeah. you if you have a feature with someone really good, then I like you. Like, well, I don't and, know why. Well, you you kind of like if somebody like Kendrick is saying that Rich the Kid is good and like good enough to give him a feature, then it, maybe it's worth a listen. He is, and I, I would definitely recommend it. I've been listening to him for a while. Absolutely. All right, man. My last question for you is a Fortnite-related question. Okay. What is your favorite gun, non-scar? The missile launcher. Even though I never used it, I like that gun. No, it's, you can't. Your favorite. Gun I can't. You I use. can't say a gun that I don't use. No. Okay. 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 I got you. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I want the color and the gun. I like the purple tack before it got removed. Like uh, uh, the purple tack is now the blue tack. The blue tack. I like the tack. I think that the tack. I hated it at first, but I realized how overpowered it was. Well, that and the tack submachine gun is overpowered too, and and people don't use it. Like if you hit like with the fire rate, mm-hmm. a purple one of those things purple, yeah, at yeah. close range. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. It's gonna do some damage. It's deadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fortnite is just such a good game. I though. know we're oh about to go God. play right we now. We are about so to play excited. right now. <laughs> it is worth playing. Like, I can't wait. We gotta get a dub. Yeah, we do gotta get. A dub. All right, guys. So we're gonna go catch a dub real quick on Fortnite, and uh, we'll catch y'all again on Friday. All right, peace out, guys.